Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 119, Pop's Girlfriend and Bad Stretch with Amanda Smith. Hi, pals. We got a we got a fun show for you. I'm Al. Uh, Maggie. Amanda. Right. That's that's her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, do you know? Because you don't listen to this show. No. I don't. Honestly, I just stopped about six months ago. I stopped listening to everything except Georgette Hare novels. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing I want to listen to. And everything else that I have tried to listen to, I hate. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know me and podcasts, so I can appreciate yeah. that. You do uh, hate not, all podcasts. It's, I truly do. It's not podcasts, and it's not even books from the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. It's just anything that's not Georgette Hare. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that this is a good sign about my mental health. Oh, things oh, yeah. are going great. You yeah. know? And also gives you a wonderful frame of reference as we discuss, uh, you know, the show Static Shock. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the episodes. Yeah, like you've, you've seen a bunch of them with yeah, me, that's like, true. I just haven't been listening to the show or right. engaging with people online or, uh, well, doing anything mm-hmm. except uh, listening to Georgette Hayer novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting yeah. a lot of Georgette Hayer vibes from the Static Shock show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to talk about things in... The uh, the frame of reference of Georgette Hare. Mm-hmm. Yes, starting to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. In fact, we were just talking about how um, Shiv, a character later on, is kind of a toady. Mm-hmm. And I was like, interesting note, my fellows, mm-hmm. uh, that in, in Regency times, the word was toad eat, oh. which I don't know any more about and shall not look up. I have no follow-up information for this statement. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the interesting part to kick in. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and they kept waiting uh-huh. <laughs> until they were all plastic skeletons. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do we turn into plastic skeletons? Yes. Okay. I mean, you're the skeleton expert. I defer to you on I all matters. I am the skeleton expert. Skeleton. I have so many more skeletons than anyone else I know. Well, but just in terms of skeleton knowledge, like mm-hmm. yeah, skeleton, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, having is one thing, but mm-hmm. you also know a lot about skeletons. And uh, Nona the Ninth is coming out soon. Yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the word skeleton was first created by Red Skeleton? <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason not to believe that, yeah. except that it crosses over with a thing I know a lot about, which is old movies. Mm-hmm. Boy, we all really have a lot, uh, a lot of uh, expertise to bring to this 2000s show about a teen superhero, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. We're all very, mm-hmm. we were all very hip in 2000, and we're definitely more hip now. Oh yeah. I mean, you two were tiny babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at least in my 20s, but I was still a dork, so mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Uh, well, uh, Amanda, why don't we kick things off, yes. and uh, why don't you tell us what happened in Pop's Girlfriend? I shall. The episode called that, not actually within his girlfriend. Yeah, like, please like, don't. Yeah, yeah. Get, a, get a, what, like a, a scope? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Check all up in there? Mm-hmm. Or a tiny um, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I should shrink myself down, like, Fantastic Voyage style. Mm-hmm. You it's... guys haven't done Fantastic... Like, everything, every property has to do Fantastic Voyage, so I don't this think they have yet, to... have they? Uh, we did one on Brave and the Bold. Right, but I don't think uh, the, the DCAU proper has done it yet. Mm, I'm pretty I don't think, sure... I think in Justice League when Adam shows up. Ah, uh, that means... Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, but I mean you guys, the podcast. 
Well, no. I mean, we did a show called Sarcastic Voyage. I think that probably counts. No, no, no. But this podcast, oh. every property has ah. to do a Fantastic Voyage. Well, we'll shrink down at some point. I, I mean, we could imagine. be recording this from inside someone's body, as far as anyone knows. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. And there's their plastic skeleton right mm-hmm. there. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> there goes a narwhal. <laughs> All right. Take it away, Amanda. Uh, two ne'er-do-wells, Royce and Frankie, jump the turnstile and get onto the subway, despite having tokens. They do this because they're bad kids and not because all public transit should be free. Uh, Broyce is another example of the excellent character design on Static Shock. He's got a different body type than the usual Bruce t- uh, Tim Triangle people and clothes with like folds that look real. Like I, I, I really like the way Broyce looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankie, on the other hand, uh, looks like an eight-year-old's drawing of someone at a rock show. <laughs> Um, he looks like early Beavis and Butthead, mm-hmm. like with the sort of the scratchy hair, mm-hmm. but without the flourish. Yes, <laughs> like in the the, the frog baseball. Oh episode. god, yeah. yeah. Uh, they notice a gent with a briefcase handcuffed to himself, unhandcuff the briefcase, and decide to nab it because it's got to be just something good, right? Which I mean, they're they're right. It, mm-hmm. it does have to be something good. Why someone who has something so dangerous that they need to chain it to themselves is also riding a bus, I do not know. <laughs> Some cops are out looking for the stolen briefcase and stop Virgil because he has a backpack. Like every child since the early 1900s. And suddenly, I'm very, very scared for Virgil in a way that doesn't feel tonally appropriate Mm -hmm. for the Static Shock show. Mm -hmm. Um, Virgil is carrying his Static costume in his backpack, so he runs away because he doesn't want them to find out his secret identity. When he gets home, he talks to Sharon, my favorite character, about their dad's new girlfriend, Trina, who he's so excited about that he's singing Motown around the house. Uh, she's coming for dinner tonight, and we're all 100% certain she's going to be a supervillain. Unfortunately, it's worse. She's a cop. Mm-hmm. And worse yet, the cop that stopped Virgil. Uh, Trina tells Papa Robert what happened, and he is furious and grounds Virgil forever. Cop Mommy tells Papa Robert that they can't date because he has bad kids. Uh, Sharon also is giving her the cold shoulder because uh, she misses her dead mom. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Royce and Frankie are doing some internet at the school and discover that the purple uh, test tubes that they've stolen contains bang baby juice. (laughs) They spill a bit of it and accidentally make some giant bugs. Virgil, even though he is grounded like so much the cheat throwing light switch raves, <laughs> sneaks off to save the school. Uh, at a talent show, uh, yeah, there's also a talent show happening. Royce shows up and mutates into something that looks like a melted Stretch Armstrong. He drank the juice, hoping it would give him cool powers. Virgil calls Cop Mommy to help. Uh, she can't, because she's a cop. And Static captures Royce in a statue. Everyone gets medals from the mayor, and Virgil is still grounded. Mm-hmm. So, two quick things. Uh, somehow you took the phrase bang baby, which we've been very uncomfortable with yes. since this yes. show started, and made it worse by saying bang baby juice. Yes, you see, you I th- escalated that. I-, I thought about it a lot last night uh-huh. I was when I was sort of mulling my summary. I was like, how can I make bang baby more repulsive? I mm-hmm. bet I can. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about bang baby milk, which Ew. also would be bad. That is Also better. very bad. Mm-hmm. Um. But I didn't want to, like, gross people out until they were already sort of engaged. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is your brand. Uh, yep. Bang Baby Drippings uh. is also considered. Oh, you could say Drizzle. and, and uh. Yeah, Bang Baby Drizzle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. I-, I went through a lot of permutations, and honestly, Bang Baby Juice was the least disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. still very disgusting, though. Yes, it is. Uh, Moist Bang Baby Juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is uh, just to just to reiterate your earlier point about how cool you were in the 2000s, mm-hmm. doing some internet. Yep. Yeah, doing some internet. Yep. That's what mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, yeah. we do the internet all day long. That's how yeah. I met you was yeah. when I was doing some doing internet. Doing some internet, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also like to say that I kept thinking that your use of the word Papa Ro- Robert was actually Papa Roach. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that would be kind of uh, period appropriate. Mm-hmm. I always forget his first name because he's he's such a good authority figure yeah. that I'm scared to use his first name. I always call him uh, Mr. Hawkins. Yeah. Sir. Yes, or sir. <laughs> yeah. I I, honestly, I, I had to look up his name because I was like, their yeah. dad. Because I would, if I met him, I would call him Virgil's dad the mm-hmm. same way I yeah. call yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Maggie, I call your mom. I don't call her by her name. I call her Maggie's mom. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I'm that, but particularly him because he just, he, he commands respect that's mm-hmm. just how this dude i love this character i've always loved this character yep. i continue to love this character oh he's great mm-hmm. there is a moment i want to make sure i'm not stepping on anybody's mm-hmm. uh, good or bad thing and i'm not okay um where he's i mean you you mentioned this in your summary he's very very mad at virgil yes and he raises his voice for a split second and then he calms down then he says i gotta go cool off and it's like this is one, showing that parents would get upset and yes. not just making him a perfect, ideal sitcom dad that wouldn't get mad, but also that he's not lashing out at his kid. It's just, yeah. it's, 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 a it's good, good parenting. It is. Yeah. And it's good, like, it's good attention to writing a good parent. This know? might be the most angry I've ever seen. Well, this guy, this, this voice actor, Kevin Michael Richardson, yeah. is known for scary villain voices yeah. and angry guys. And th- so, Hearing him play, it's like when Michael Dorn shows up. And yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm the cool pastor." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a second to realize it was Michael Dorn because he was doing such like a laid back voice. Yeah, exactly. Hey, buddy, do you know that there are 17 million homeless people? Oh, oh no, you're bumming Michael me Dorn. out, Pastor no. Worf. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, but I'm saying this voice actor has got me so used to him playing mm-hmm. this this guy mm-hmm. much like way down he's here super level yeah that but he usually plays everything at an eight mm-hmm. and he's playing this guy to two and he brought it up to a three and it's yeah. like oh oh no he's capable Papa. of so much more but it was still terrifying well it's got that that feeling from when i was a kid where it's all like oh um we don't see dad get this angry very often mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh we've seen it enough to know that we're in trouble <laughs> yeah exactly but i just i i continue to like the character i want good things for him and we will get deep into this cop thing in a moment. Mm-hmm. But just, oh, yeah. Just superficially. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to work out for him because he hasn't dated anyone. No, he need, he, he deserves this. You know, There's yeah. a really sweet moment where he's talking to Sharon and Virgil. And he's like, listen, this is the first time I've been happy and excited about someone since your mom died. And you guys have been pushing me to get out there and start dating again. Yeah. And, and I did. And this is how you act? And what I like is, I don't know that, Maggie, do you remember hearing the kids specifically say that to him at any point? I don't. Ooh, yeah, I don't think so. But it feels like something they would I have know said. Sharon's weird about, no, uh, the pushing him to get out. No, I've never heard that. Okay, but wh- what I'm saying is it doesn't feel inconsistent. What it no, feels no. like is, it feels like one of those things you see, it's, it's like a cliche, it's like a trope. So yeah. they didn't bother with it. They're just like, yes, it's taken as given. That the widower dad hears it from his kids all the time. Why don't you date? Yeah. Why don't you date? It's one of those things that I like when they just cut through all mm-hmm. 
you don't need to show me this. It's mm. part of the, it's just part of the way you tell these stories. But also I think it's kind of like, I, it feels very real mm-hmm. that Sharon thinks she wants her oh, dad yeah. to oh, yeah. and be happy. And she does, yeah. but she doesn't realize how it's going to affect her. Yeah. Like, no, Virgil went through this in an, ep- I don't know if you watched this one with me or not, but um, where he thought he was over his mom and he didn't need Yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that one. And Sharon was like, look, you got to deal with it. And she came off like she'd already dealt with it, mm-hmm. but she hasn't. Mm-hmm. Nope. I like that. She well, had on the day-to-day until, you know, because that's the thing about loss is you think you've dealt with it. Yeah. And then it hits you again, like where you you generally, yeah. like, you think you're fine mm-hmm. and then something happens, like you, you see something online or you eat a cookie and you're like, holy shit, yeah. oh my God, I'm just as sad as I ever was. The um the other thing about loss is that in the fourth panel uh, there ah! is a miscarriage. Yep, yep. Yeah, I knew you. Were, I could see the wheels turning. Uh-huh. Setting it up. <laughs> yep. Setting it up. Uh, but Sharon, like we're, I want, we're already. I want someone to do loss, but the peach thing. Oh yes. <laughs> I think someone did. Probably. Uh, while we're talking about Sharon, though, Amanda, this is your good thing, which she's not even, she doesn't even figure hugely in this episode, nope. but I think you just wanted to do that thing where you're only on once during the series and you want to talk about it. Exactly. Anymore. I just love Sharon. She's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love the design on her. I love, they do such, like the animation on this show is not as expensive mm-hmm. as in the other shows, which is kind of a bummer yeah. because the character designs are really, really good. They mm. must be taken from the comics and yeah. I really need to read some of those to confirm yeah. but it feels like they are. But mm-hmm. like Virgil's costumes, fucking great. I love the way he looks. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the monsters look super cool. Not all of them, uh, but some of them look really mm-hmm. cool. The costuming on this show is really good overall and they they wear more than one outfit like i say the animation's a little like a little like less expensive uh but sharon always has these nice looks that she gives um yeah i I noticed this a week or two sorry Mm -hmm. i don't mean to cut you off but where uh some of the facial expressions like i i compared it to kevin mcguire who did uh jlu Mm mm-hmm like that, the, the very expressive faces, mm-hmm. and I think exactly, you... and like uh, the uh, Mister <laughs> Mr. Hawkins, yeah. uh, often has that yep. where he has a look, and so they are able to even on a sort of tight animation budget get a lot of life out of the character. It feels like a good trick to work around a limited animation yeah. budget. Yeah, and Sharon is, I think the best example of this because she's always the, the relationship between her and Virgil feels again very like a sibling relationship oh, and yeah. honestly I wish Richie just didn't exist and Sharon was Virgil's like, yeah I brought confidant. this up we, we were talking about last this week? yeah yeah and uh, yeah but this yeah. was your whole yeah thing. It, it, if Richie because I'm Richie I don't care about at all no, like why? I care about him what a great character thousand percent mm-hmm. and I love Sharon and if it could be her sort of trying to cover for Virgil with um, Virgil's dad mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and her sort of talking about super villains and all of that kind of stuff. And the fact that she dates rubber band man mm-hmm. like that, like yeah. it, it, it would be better and it would bring her more to the front because she's fucking great. I love Yeah. Her. All of that would be, would like enhance the show so much instead and- of just like, Hey, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, terrible. I'm, I'm, uh. Hey, Hey, guess what? Mr. Hawkins. Virgil uh, is home late. You're going to ground him? Can I watch? Richie, Richie, you're supposed to be helping me. Jesus. 
Sorry, I um, thought it said hinder here. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, it says hinder. Oh. Richie is a hinder. Richie is a hinder. Yep. Yep. Um, they, um, one of the things, and I think I might have pointed this out before, but I noticed it a lot in this episode. It, the reason I get that sitcom vibe from their family is like the angles. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. they're sitting in the kitchen, especially, just looks like exactly like where the camera placement is. Oh, da, yeah. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. Duh. Yeah, you have like the yeah. push in on the on the uh, exterior of the house. Honestly, the... it's the same with the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The shots where I they bet... just come down the stairs. It's like, mm-hmm. yep. This show could have easily have been like a TGIF show. Mm-hmm. Well, that, what I like is, but when when Virgil is static doing his thing, mm-hmm. it feels like a superhero show. But like it, this sets it apart. Yeah, like it gives it something unique by saying, okay, but this this is a kid who lives sort of in a in a sitcom. Until he becomes a superhero and then his life changes. And I yeah. kind of like that. I hadn't really thought about that, but it's great. You're mm-hmm. right. It's a nice yeah. um, uh, pairing. We, we just did a show about a teenager in high school yeah. as a superhero. And obviously that was a cyberpunk future, so it was a bit different anyway. But mm-hmm. the, the whole but it vibe didn't is have, different. Yeah, it didn't have the same vibe at all. Right. No, I mean, we've ta- we talked about that being more of a CW show. You know? Yeah. That like, said, little Maddie McGinnis absolutely is a sitcom character. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I hate was... my brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yep. I mean, so far we've not met a lot of siblings who like their siblings. Mm-hmm. Which I is mean, that's just accurate. a way, like, this might yeah. be different for other people. That's not how I felt in high school. I did. I mean, my brother was eight years younger than me, so, yeah. you know. Also, your brother's kind of cool. He wasn't back then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, we're doing good things. Uh, Maggie, what do you got? Yeah, so Royce turns into a horrible rat fink-esque abomination, which is extremely funny to me. The All whole, right. like, going from, like, all I did was inhale some of this this stuff, and look how tall and strong I am. I'm going to drink some. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. This sucks for me, actually. <laughs> Who I... could have thought it was a bad idea? Uh-huh. Frankie, my scribble friend? Oh, well, no, my offense has come. But then, <laughs> then he turned. I don't think I've heard you say that before. That's very good. <laughs> But then he turned into a scribble. Yep. Yes. Like that monster, I didn't, and this has nothing to do with my opinion on monsters. I just think the animation and drawing style of him was just bad. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. It It looked looked like like a a, garbage pail kid kind of thing. Like it didn't look. Oh, those were lovingly rendered by mouse creator Art Spiegelman, (laughs) (laughs) which is a piece of trivia I never tire of of, uh, spouting. No, it it looked like a fucking, like a a Don Hertzfeld scribble. Yeah, I was trying to think what it was, and, like, the first thing that came to mind is, like, those weird, like, cartoons that that drive hot rods or whatever. Uh, Oh, God, cartoons? Yeah, cartoons. I I think Uh it kind of looked like a, he kind of looked like a monster from Biker Mice from Mars. Like, one of the cheap 90s knockoffs of Mm -hmm. a- Ninja Turtles? uh, Yeah, Yeah. of a a popular franchise that already the animation was pretty cheap. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the idea of uh, Royce turning into like a no, I agree with the Ma- I, 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 I agree with Maggie. It's a great character moment. But the yeah, the design on it's not great, I, and the animation is not great. No. See the the fact that it looks terrible is just part of the appeal for me. Okay, it's like you asshole. That's what you look like now. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah. They can't fix that shit. <laughs> there have been bang babies for a year. You know, like, some of them seem kind of cool, but mm-hmm. most of them are not. Most of them are shiv. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Have you not seen Carmen Dillo? He's <laughs> around. Mm-hmm. Carmen Dillo, who I genuinely thought, until you guys told me, 
was Armandillo. Yep. That's such a better name. A better name. Or, Maggie, you pointed out they called him something else. No, I called him uh, Armandillo at one point. Yeah, yeah also better. Which Although, is better. You're you're straying into He-Man character mm-hmm. territory. Not yeah. that that makes it bad. No. but I learned know. it from watching He-Man. <laughs> Armani faces? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dillo. Right. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Uh, my good thing. Call me Hasbro. <laughs> that's I got Mattel. nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to finish the show. Well, that's true. Wait, where'd Maggie go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my good thing. So, um, Static uh, throws the like he uh, the 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 bang juice, bang baby juice, mm-hmm. is, drippings, yeah, please. Which you have to squeeze a bang baby to to, mm-hmm. to uh-huh. get. I assume you just have you, to milk them. They right. have they get extra teeth. Oh boy! No, you a ring baby, it out huh? like a Cardassian goose. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, that's a that's a deep callback. You yep. know what they do? They get neck teats mm-hmm. that you have to squeezel. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know you're not doing your your horror RPG right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> um, um, Royce is gonna have so much bang baby juice to milk out of him. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like in Willy Wonka, they're gonna have to juice him. Yep. Yeah. Take him to the juicing room. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's gonna explode. Mm-hmm. Like, oh wait, no, I was gonna say like Neo Tokyo, but that's E X P and yeah. so on. Yeah. Um. We don't have time what, for all these periods, though. What does that acronym stand for? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Explosive excellence. Exploding. <laughs> exp- Explosito. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> What's that mean? You're fat? <laughs> um, but, the, but the shit's going to explode, so uh, Static's got to think quick. So he puts it in a locker, which mm-hmm. he then like melts, and mm-hmm. then he puts another locker over it and melts that. And then shoots it into space. So cool. Which, mm-hmm. that is some next level Superman style shit. Like, that's how the big league guys deal yeah. with yeah. problems. They throw them into space. Like, Virgil must, because we've seen from the beginning, he's a big old nerd. Yeah. Yep. He must be so happy that he did, he did the thing. Yep. It's like, it's like Maggie you always point out when they save a train, because yep. that's, that's one of the boxes you tick. Yeah, that's and superhero th- shit. Yeah, and throwing shit out into space that's too dangerous to be on Earth, mm-hmm. that is superhero shit, too. It was so cool. And I just, I i feel like for a week, he would not shut up to Richie about how cool it was. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's so cool. Yep. And he knows how cool it is. So, I don't know, but I did I did genuinely the, enjoy it. The that. way he slingshots it with his electricity powers, too, just looked cool. Yeah, it did. And it's a, it's a move we saw Superman do 50 mm-hmm. times, but they put their own spin on it. Yeah. Here, so it didn't just feel like, ugh, this again. It didn't feel like stopping the bad guy with water again, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Which oh, no, bad. they stopped me with water again. <laughs> I mean, we had a run of Superman episodes where that was the solution. It was like four or five In episodes. a row, yeah. too. It was quite a few. Yeah. yeah. It was like all of season two or yeah. something. Yeah, it's just like, well, like, by the end of the, the se- season, he's just bringing a hose to, like... <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh, I no, can shoot wire. heat. Yeah, exactly. I can shoot heat. I can breathe cold, but I, I can't shoot water. I guess no. I just need a super soaker or a oh. Superman soaker. Aquaman's just sitting by the phone waiting any minute yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Aquaman. We have a hose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not as cool as your Brave and the Bold counterparts. No. Nope. So. Well, he's not drawing little frowny faces. No. In the, the we sand. did that one. We did that one last month. Yep. That's my favorite. Possibly my favorite thing that happens in any of the animated series. Yeah. I will Your never forget thing it. you've ever seen done or eaten. Yeah, yeah. That was initially what drove me away from that show, and yep. it is then what pulled me back in. Yeah. So. Al, you fool. No, it just says a lot about my my personal growth. Yep. That yeah. One day that didn't bother me anymore. No, we, were, we, we, we have all been there. Yes, exactly. All right. Amanda, we're going to do your bad thing last because that is going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Also, I can't come on this show without bringing, bringing it all down. Look, mm-hmm. 
we have tried there are thing important things to talk about we there was there was someone handed virgil a gun mm-hmm. in the first episode yep said join our gang and it wasn't like a fun supervillain gang it was straight up like crips and blood gang. shit so like the show can get heavy sometimes mm-hmm. uh but but like i said i want to i want to talk about our dumb shit before we get to your heavy shit yeah. is all uh so maggie what do you got uh, let's see. Are we real? This is my bad thing. Are we really at the point where electricity just does anything? Huh? Yeah. Well, like, when you said when you said he slung it into space with electricity, I was gonna say, yeah, that kind of ties into this. But I mean, like, look, I, I read a lot of superhero crap. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, he's got an electric whip that he can electric whip shit into into space. Then he comes out with electric. Then he kind of right? it's. Mm-hmm. It comes out of his chest, and mm-hmm. anyway, but like at at one point, Virgil uses his electric powers to enhance a vent so that he can hear the basement better. Like that was the one what? that because I yep. that was the one that broke my suspension of disbelief. Yeah, like, I can buy that he's got an electric whip that throws things into space. Mm-hmm. I can buy when he like electricity's the curtain and makes it so staticky that it like gets a guy or whatever. Yeah, like, or that's like all fine. blows his stuff with like an electric wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the the using it to eavesdrop thing, I don't get. And and uh later on Richie makes him like a little um tracker device yeah. that he can then like yeah. here with his electric and I kind of get that one well, yeah, that's the well, only even thing then, it's okay. got a thing you know it's yeah. like okay well you're using this with your electricity and that's the only thing I like about Richie is mm-hmm. he does mm-hmm. everything he's invented has been pretty cool we'll talk about this in the next episode yeah. but... I, I like the um the shield that he made yeah. for uh, Virgil to swoop around he on. made the thing he flies around yeah. on the yeah. disc yeah. Uh, he made the batteries which then paid off in a future episode mm-hmm. like he's he's come up with some cool stuff and it's what it is is good ways to enhance his powers, which is much better than what Maggie's talking about, which is just having his powers do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. His, his his ear gr- glows pink, and then it's like, oh, I can now hear I can the bass drop on Dad downstairs. Yeah, I I can kind of buy when he uses his electric to hear, um, like the police band radio, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's there's signals there's in the air signal- or something like, close close enough close also enough. that one is like oh i'm listening to static i'm like well that's your name so yeah that makes a yeah. lot of sense actually mm-hmm. like electric is not radio waves but it's close enough mm-hmm. to radio waves that whatever mm-hmm. close enough but to hear down a vent yeah that's where it goes too far for i mean me. the the a speaker is like a magnetized piece of metal like there's I bet there's a scientific explanation for it, but they sure didn't. Like, maybe later he should have said to Richie, "Hey, I figured out how to how to make a you know make a listening device." I yeah. used my electric hearing to. Yep. Uh, now no. I'm working on electric ventriloquism. <laughs> <laughs> I also have this electric S I can throw over people that's made out of giant cellophane. Yep, and if I electric da- around the world fast enough, I can go back in time. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, my bad thing is there was a corny ass record scratch moment. Ugh. That come on, this show has its problems, but they know better than that. Mm-hmm. They're probably wondering how I got here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just, just terrible. Mm-hmm. All right, Amanda, let's get into. Also, you're probably wondering how I got here. Is something that on the smutty like archive of our own porn has started just using. Like that's how you start your porn sequence. Okay, that's very funny. Like mm-hmm. mid sex, uh-huh. and they're like, "You probably wonder how I got here," and then we move, we work back from that. So that's sure. literally all I can think oh, of now. 
usually when I'm looking at a sex scene, my first thought isn't, how did they get here? <laughs> no, because they're talking to the audience, mm-hmm. yeah, me. Right. They're, yeah. te- they're, they're telling so me. So they're monologuing while they're thrusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's okay. me. Yep, that's me, all right. And that's my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is me having sex with Namor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably wonder how this happened. <laughs> well, okay, I do, but you can finish first. I mean, yeah. I don't want to uh, interrupt. <laughs> You're having sex with Namor. It's, it's oh, he's just... so wet. Mm-hmm. Do the wing feet figure in it? Yes, they absolutely do. Of course they do. know that they do. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, it's a butterfly's kisses situation. Okay, that's pretty cool. But with the added benefit of feet? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's for the foot fetish, something a little something for the foot fetishes and the butterfly kiss perverts. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh Anyway, that's now what I think of every time I hear a record scratch. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) I'm just thinking my my favorite 90s band is probably butterfly kiss perverts. (laughs) Okay, uh, do we have any other sort of light, fluffy stuff? Yeah. Once um, we get into this, I feel like we need to get into I this. think we should just do this. Yeah. Uh, well, what, one more quick thing. There, I had a weird, hey, it's that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so we have the guest star, like the main guest star, who is Pop's titular girlfriend, mm-hmm. played by just one of those voice actors. You look up her credits, and she's been in a million things. Yeah, she's, she's quite good. She's great, yeah. yeah. I like her a lot, and I've liked her in other things. Um, But- her partner, who has three lines, who I didn't even mention in my summary because no. it's, it's not—he is no. not important. No, he matters exactly none. She's mm-hmm. a uniform cop driving around in a car, so she's got a partner. That's mm-hmm. just how, at least on TV, that's how just it how works. it is in television. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, he's got his lines are like, "I'll phone this in" or "Stop." Like that's it. That's all he says. Or sure thing, Trina. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's he's played by. Nestor Carbonell, who around this time was playing Batman well on The Tick. Oh, wow. Who later played a character in the Nolan Batman movies, I cannot remember, someone in the infrastructure of Gotham, mm-hmm. not maybe the mayor? Or something. The yeah. mayor or like a, a police Yeah, guy. somebody who interacted with Gordon a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, He'll have he his w- badge for this. Yeah, yeah. and he was, uh, he was uh, one of the main characters on Lost. He has the distinction of looking like he's always wearing eyeliner, but so his, handsome. his eyes are just pretty. He like he's just got really thick eyelashes that look like that, and he's just he's a very good looking dude. Yeah, it's a but dream. He's he's one of those guys that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But like, what the hell was he doing in this role? Yeah, <laughs> it's just very strange. All right, let's let's do this. Okay. Amanda, what is your bad thing? Okay, so I would like to start this. I would like to preface this by saying this is three guys who are as white as milk mm-hmm. as, as as white as bang, bang baby, baby milk, milk. Uh-huh. the whitest um, kids you know yeah the mm-hmm. whitest kids you know talking about an issue that predominantly affects people of color mm-hmm. uh so sorry but we can't not talk about it either yeah um the, the bad thing is that this show seems to be kind of uncertain about c- how it feels about cops uh, and some of that might be me reading in what I know into the show. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard not to project what we have all learned yeah. in the last five to ten years. Yeah. And, like, the when Virgil runs away from the cops, I, I mentioned it briefly in my summary. I was, like, when the cops come to hassle mm-hmm. Virgil, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, no, like I, just, I, a, like, a feeling in the pit of your stomach. Well, and they even say he's got a backpack, which yeah. We, yeah. we know. Yeah, things that, have happened. That yeah. means that means he's a black kid. Yeah. Like, oh God, oh God, oh God. What's he's gonna got happen to something, Virgil? But he's got something we can put in the report that mm-hmm. we can say looked suspicious, even though mm-hmm. it's like you pointed out yeah. something everyone has. Yeah. Well, like the second uh she says he's got a backpack, I'm just like, Oh god, are we doing this? 
I yeah. honestly would would have liked if they had, because uh-huh. there were tons of people of color working on this show, yep. so I feel yeah. like they would have treated it as well as they could have. And this is a problem that has been a problem as long as there have been cops. Yeah. Yeah, we're only so... more, we're only kind of aware of it now because, as Maggie pointed out before the show, it's like, oh, suddenly people have cameras, and yeah. now, yeah. oh, huh, weird. And when Virgil's, uh, when <laughs> when Virgil's dad, which, sir, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Hawkins, yeah, is angry at him. It, it, and again, I might be reading into this, but it feels like part of the reason he's angry is because Virgil did something that's dangerous because. Virgil is black. Yeah, you and have to comply with a cop. Don't yeah. argue. Don't run away. Because, because that's a conversation. I mean, it's a conversation my mom had with my sisters yeah. uh, when we were growing up. Because, and this is like this oh. is in Canada, so it's like your your sisters are black. Oh, I don't think oh. people, the listeners know that. Yeah, yeah, why don't you guys know all of the details <laughs> about my personal life? Um, yeah. But it's a conversation that she had to have with them because it's. Because cops are dangerous and they will kill black children. Um, And so it felt like, and like I say, I might have been projecting, but it felt like that's where some of the anger came from for for Virgil's dad. Not just um, like, oh, you... You did a bad thing. You disobeyed but then the a show, cop. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the show also kind of was like, well, you should do what the cops say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're the good guys. Well, yeah, and the was... show's definitely portrayed them as the good guys, like since the beginning of this. Sh- uh, and that is superhero started. shorthand, yeah. but you know. Yeah, and, but and like... then at the at the end, the like, well, Virgil uh, goes out for lunch with Trina. Like mm. she, Trina mm-hmm. the Trina the cop, she yeah. invites him to lunch. Which weirdly, she buys him like a soda uh-huh. and no food, and I was like. Come on. Mm-hmm. When you take your like your little Yeah, when you're trying to kiss up to your boyfriend's yeah. kids. Yeah, you get them like a big ice cream or whatever. Yeah. Like he just he got like a diet soda, mm-hmm. like a tiny diet soda and it's like Jesus. Did you get me a drink. black coffee? What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Well, they give us those free. Yeah. <laughs> and all everyone in the in the restaurant is like watching them because yeah. it's all people from the the area, and they're like, "Why are you?" It it had very much had the feeling of like Virgil. Why are you talking to a cop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And again, that could have been me projecting when really what's happening is they're just like, "Why is a cop talking to Virgil?" Mm-hmm. Well, and there's but there's also like I mean, again, the first episode started with gang stuff. Their their mom was murdered by gang like yeah. through gang violence. Like it's. It's very much on their minds that uh, there is a tense situation where they live. Yeah, but it's it's it feels like the undercurrent is this stuff, but the overcurrent is you should do it, cops. Say. Yeah, and uh, you're not wrong. I would be. I uh, one of the many many reasons I wish Dwayne McDuffie was still mm-hmm. with us because I would love to hear now that the conversation is more yeah. public, more open, yeah. like uh, p- people of color are more comfortable talking about this, whereas before they probably just felt they would go unheard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you probably couldn't say it. Like they oh, probably yeah. wouldn't I... let you say cops are yeah. scary. Oh no, yeah. standards and practices would shut that shit down in a yeah. second. Undoubtedly, but also just culturally, there's yeah. a, there's a like, no, these are the good guys. You can't undermine their, their position in the community mm-hmm. yeah. and so forth. Um, but I would love to hear what he had to say about that. Or I would love to hear, like, what the production history of this was. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the DC Wiki, I look at to see for little tidbits The DC Wiki's got fucking nothing. They yeah. never do. 
Like, I don't really turn to them for in-depth stuff. I, I basically looked at it to figure out what Sir's name was. Yeah. yeah. Every the, now and then they have a piece of trivia that I didn't... There, It's not super useful for, like, the other shows, and, like, this one especially. They're just like... Yeah. Like, we, got, we got nothing for Static Shock. They do at least copy down some things from, like, mm-hmm. DVD commentaries and bonus sure. features. And I don't know that this show got that. Yeah, I but don't think so. My point is I would love to hear the production history... Like, maybe they tried to tell a story like that, and maybe they had to walk it back. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is based on a comic story that was more real. and they mm-hmm. had, You know what I mean? Like, that might explain the conflicting tone is what I mean. It, it, yeah, just the, the tone felt like it was saying one thing and meaning another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's often the case. It's yeah. like, because we wanted to tell a much more gritty story, and they said, no, you can't do that. But I don't know. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But yeah, oh man, I wish Dwayne McDuffie wasn't dead. He's yeah, the best. They yeah. they would have him on on a new static comic in a second, and I would love to read it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I still need to go back and look at some of the '90s ones. I really should be doing that for the show, and I yeah. just keep forgetting to. But uh, uh, good right. chunk of it's on uh, uh, DC uh, Infinite for anyone who is who mm-hmm. has that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we should probably. Wrap uh, things up quote? for this episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So my quote is me hating Richie again. Mm-hmm. Um. Because he's just having a co- a normal conversation with Virgil and says this. When my pops came home last night, he was walking on air, almost like he'd never been on a date before. He's a widower. He's been out of practice, V. Mm-hmm. Well, so Vir- you remember how your mom's dead? <laughs> Dog. Ugh. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh-huh. Ugh. My homie. No. Please stop. Stop, Richie. Yeah. He never will. I'm begging you. No. Richie's at least gay in the comic, so at least he's got something interesting. Yeah. But this one doesn't even have that. Nope. All right. Gay didn't exist then. You know that. In children's <laughs> children's mean, things. Only is o- it only existed on sitcoms as jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. All right, moving forward to an episode I thought was about a cat, but it is not called <laughs> Big Stretch. It is, in fact, called Bad Stretch. Maggie, please tell us about that. All right, so Static's having an ordinary day trying to save horses from an evil flood named Aquamarina when Rubber Band Man arrives to help out. Yeah, so apparently he's done his time and become a superhero. You'd think Virgil would have heard about this since Rubber Band Man is still dating his sister, but also I feel like Virgil has no idea what Sharon gets up to that isn't related to doing his laundry. Anyway, it turns out that Aquamarine has been sent by Ebon and the Metabreed to decide if she's worth joining the gang. Well, they hired that armadillo guy, so their standards can't be that high. Also, Shiv is here. <laughs> Ugh, how I hate him. <laughs> the Metabreed attacks an electronic store, and Static and Rubber Band Man arrive to stop them. Uh, separately, Virgil's not exactly thrilled to have a new superhero in town. Even one whose bicycle helmet clearly shows an awareness of the importance of safety. <laughs> Everything's going fine until Ebon arrives, and Rubber Band Man clearly lets him escape. Virgil and a security camera both show RBM helping Ebon, and things get worse when Rubber Band Man helps the Metabreed escape from jail. Next day, RBM shows up at Stately Hawkins Manor looking for Sharon. She's not around, but Virgil is. RBM apologizes for everything that's happened and also tells Virgil that he only let Ebon go because Ebon is his brother, and also that he didn't free the Metabreed. And he didn't steal no bike, either. <laughs> Virgil traces the Metabreed back to their hideout where RBM, who has run out of options, is about to join the gang when Virgil discovers an extra purple costume kicking around and realizes that Ebon has framed his brother to get, ba- to get him back in the gang. RBM and Ebon fight while Virgil finishes off the Metabreed and just... Does not hit Shiv nearly enough. <laughs> also, Ebon al- almost sends Virgil to actual hell, which 
Okay, that <laughs> is definitely a new power. Mm-hmm. Anyway, RBM is still a good guy who maybe gets to date Sharon and everything is great. The end. Shit, I don't have a good ending for this one at all. Um, Shiv should be dead. <laughs> well, the funny thing is Amanda was like, yeah, I like the Metabreed. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's it's okay. Yeah, I like Talon, but then there's Shiv. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was I was talking to them. I was talking to Maggie and Al about it. This is the first time I've seen the Metabreed. Yep, right. So I'm like, yeah, Talon's cool. Yeah, she's Yvonne's like, cool. She's mm-hmm. like a hawk, like a hawk guy. Yeah. Um, and she can, she's got screaming powers like yep. Nadja. Like, she's rad. <laughs> like Nadja. Yeah. Yep. She's got screaming uh-huh. powers like Nadja, which now I think is like a feminist. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think screaming is a feminist power now. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, has your screaming come in yet? Yeah. I'm still working on it. Okay. okay. You you have to. Keep at those hormones. Yeah. Al, I barely have boobs yet. Of course I don't have screaming powers I yet. Don't know which, I don't know which comes first. Like, my, my voice broke in puberty before I started getting hair, mm-hmm. so I don't know what the order is. No, the sad anyway. thing is that uh, uh, hormones don't affect my voice at all. Oh, so you're gonna have to go to screaming lessons? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Well, we can practice together. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, luckily yeah. I know someone who's really good at screaming. So yeah. Mm-hmm. She sure is. Um. <laughs> so, so. So yeah. Sex. Me, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hash one sex. <laughs> so for me, Metabreed is Talon, who's uh-huh. cool. Ebon, who's like I love his cool shadow powers. He's awesome. Oh, Ebon's great. He looks rad. You will, he's you like, will not need to convince either of us that Ebon's. Great. Yeah, no. he's yeah. fucking rad. Yeah. He's um, been great since the first episode. Yeah. And then we've got Aquamaria, who's like a water powers guy who mm-hmm. looks like um like a cool model with water powers. Like yep. she's great. Aquamaria showed up from out of nowhere in this episode, didn't say a thing, and then got washed away. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, Shiv, who I like is lame mm-hmm. and then um uh it's not armandillo carmandillo yep. who like is he just seems like a like a, a typical 90s comedy relief character is it like uh, yeah the yeah attitude. so shiv, shiv is redundant yeah because yeah. i i was like what's the point of shiv because carmandillo well, is the comedy one we've mm-hmm. been what's the point of shiv since day one yep <laughs> i genuinely geninely i have not seen shiv before I did not realize he had powers. You didn't oh, know he was yeah. called Shiv because of knives. You thought that was just his name. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. thought it was like his nickname, and yeah. I thought he was just around to like, like the intern. Yeah, like I thought he was there to get coffee <laughs> and like for yeah. Ebon and like I don't know like uh, cigarillos for Talon. Like yeah. Amanda, <laughs> Carmandillo literally gets coffee for the cast in this episode. Yeah, but I I thought that- I'm not just an armadillo. I'm also a gopher. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He I literally thought, comes in with lattes. I thought Shiv was just bad at his job. Well, he is. Yeah, he's, he absolutely is. The Joker just should have murdered him. That's, he, Maggie like, was right about that. He's the guy that would come in and go like, I got your coffee. Oh, no, my hand is a knife. Knife to meet you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that might be an actual joke he made, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, but like, I, you, I hate him so much. Yeah. Wait, we're, we're on the same page there. I want to watch, like, it's not that I don't want him to exist in this show. I want an episode devoted to him getting hit with a truck. Yeah, you want to <laughs> see him suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but going back to Aqua Maria, this is your, your good thing. Yeah, I think she's rad. She's mm-hmm. got cool powers, mm-hmm. and the design on her is great. I like that she doesn't get to say a whole lot, but no. I like the voice actor. She she's... looks naked yeah. the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Which I love. Um, And man... She has a bad day in this episode. <laughs> like when yep. she shows up, I'm like, "Oh, she's gonna fuck up Static." Yeah, because Static's she's got, match. Yeah, she's got like, um, she's got water powers, and that's yep. gonna fuck his powers up. Which actually is 
the Ebon says later on in the episode, that's why we hired her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is because we thought she'd fuck up Sadik's powers. Yeah, because I was hoping then he would tell me why he hired Shiv, but he never said anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But, but then um, Rubber Band Man, like, in, like, encapsulates her in mm-hmm. his rubber band body and like bounces up and down until she goes unconscious which is horrifying that sounds awful mm-hmm. and, and then later on static zaps her with his like he's he's been making like um uh wire things and he zaps her with them oh he was making like a cat's cradle yeah, out of which, wire which, which I, I thought was pretty cool i liked yeah. that um yeah. and then she gets zapped so hard, she evaporates mm-hmm. and has to rain down again, and so she's unconscious. Holy shit! Now, on a, on I, a body horror level, that was horrifying, but I thought it was super cool. It, it was, was cool. But like, also, yeah. Static, you do not know that she is going to survive that. Yeah, I thought she was dead. Yeah. And then she, like, that had to have been like a, oh, we can't kill her. All right, she rained. But mm-hmm. when she rained down again, it's like, that's worse. You get how that's worse, right? right. Hey, uh, Aquabrie, are you okay? I'll never be okay again. Yeah. <laughs> I turned into rain. Like, holy shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. her powers are cool, mm-hmm. and their understanding of her weird body in this is so cool. Yep. Yeah, it really was. I feel like we should have gotten an episode where she really fucked shit up yeah. before yeah. they figured out how to take her out so easily. Um, the DC Wiki does point out that uh, she shows up another time and is completely different. That's all they said, is yeah. completely different. Right. Thanks oh, for... Yeah, because she turned into rain. Yeah. But I'm saying, thanks for almost giving me some useful information and stopping just shy of <laughs> saying how she's different. I hope she comes back, like, hating Static because he ruined her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You turned me into rain. Mm-hmm. So? You ever been rain? That no, sucked. no one has but me. Yeah. This Ever. is not an experience I can discuss with my therapist. <laughs> I mean, it is, is a... but all he did was go, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when your girlfriend's the moon. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend turned into rain. That's rough, yeah. buddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? Uh, what was my good thing? I really liked making Rubber Band Man and Ebon brothers. Like, that gives mm-hmm. them a connect, like a connection that I feel like brought something out of both of those characters. I really want to see both of them come back and like work. Another that again. thing the DC Wiki said is they never acknowledge this relationship again. So. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I I liked it on a character level, mm-hmm. but storytelling wise, it's like we've met both of these guys at least three times and they've never mentioned this. I genuinely thought I had just because I haven't seen all the episodes. Mm-hmm. I've seen like most of the episodes, and I genuinely thought like. Did I just miss that? Have they mm. been brothers this whole time? No. In fact, halfway through the episode is when they dropped it on yeah. us. Well, well, Dad said, that, wait a minute. Well, that's the How thing. do you know my dad? Yeah. They they talk about at the beginning like they had a connection together. Right. Like, that, like uh, Rubber Band Man was in his the his gang before they got powers. I'm like, oh, right. that's interesting. And then like as it's going on, it's like, oh, these guys have like a weird connection. Oh, okay, they're brothers. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and we're brothers. Ha <laughs> ha, take that cartoon. I was slightly smarter than you. And the thing is, they they did actually do some interesting visual stuff. Oh yeah, because you you pointed out uh, as we have the whole time that Rubber Band Man's got a weird fucking uh, uh, bicycle helmet. Mm-hmm. Boy, but it sure does. Also, Ebon, the top of his head is rib for her pleasure. Also, like <laughs> they do look sort of the same, but like in different color palettes, and well, I like that. And the fight at the end where they're both like using their stretchy powers, which is the best power set, uh, mm-hmm. to fight each other, like is amazing. You know, like well, I love that shit. They're coiling around each other, and uh, Tilo was watching it with us too, and pointed out it looked like DNA. Isn't that clever? Because they're brothers, and I was like, "There's no possible way they were that clever." That's I'm way sure too they clever were. for. Yeah, 
You think they were? I think they were. I think they did it on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Ah. I mean, I liked that, but, yeah. it, you know, they, they usually will then elbow the kids in the ribs. And mm-hmm. say, I guess hey. that's true, yeah. That's usually, I, and then Rich will show up and go, look, like DNA, and then I'll hit him with a mallet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wait, you're hit- hitting Richie with a mallet? I'm hitting Richie with a mallet. Oh, here's your mallet back then. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, we've both been doing it, and it's not doing any good. Oh, same hat. I yeah. definitely hate Shiv more than I hate Richie, but I still hate Richie. Yeah. No, Richie's... If they revealed that Shiv was Richie the whole time, I'd be like, yeah, that's about right. That of course! Sense. Yes. Uh, my good thing, actually, is something good about Richie, though. Oh! Which I mostly hinted at in the last episode. I like his inventions. He he came up with spider tracers, but for static. Mm-hmm. So, static I tracers. I thought that was really cool, and it made sense. Mm-hmm. And it paid off in this episode. Sometimes yeah. they don't for a little while. Yeah. But in this case, he's like, Ebon's jumping into his portals, which I don't know how the fuck they work, as his Maggie pointed out. portal to hell. One goes <laughs> to hell, I guess. It goes to hell. I was never well, clear. Well, hell exists but... in these, this universe. Yeah, that's so... true. We will meet Dead Man. We will meet mm-hmm. some other guys. I mean, that's that... where the demon comes from. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Etrigan. Yeah. 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 Who is a demon from mm-hmm. hell? Yep. Just regular hell. Yep. Just regular old hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, there's like eighteen the devils down here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the animated universe kind of streamlines things, so there's sure. probably only the one. But yeah. Um. But I think probably what they were going through, going to, is like uh, Ebon opened up like a like a hole that went like the center of five hundred feet deep to like the magma under the city or whatever. But but it sure looked like hell. It could have been hell because hell exists as much as yeah. But we haven't really dealt with any actual like uh, uh, supernatural stuff in this show. Everyone's got science based powers ish. That's true, but like, there's something about like. The guy with the shadow powers who, like, travels through shadow tunnels that's very, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, of course he can go to hell. He has yeah. weird shadow powers. In fact, he shortcuts through hell when he goes. That's how he gets places quicker. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, because yeah, hell is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when he anyway, when he does that, uh, uh, Static throws a, uh, a tracer on him. Mm. So he finds him. And I, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah. All. And I like the tracers. And like I say, they, unlike the listening down a vent yeah. mm-hmm. the tracer I, i'm like oh yeah that makes sense no and it... all of all of the inventions enhance mm. virgil's powers because yeah. they need electricity to work so it's yeah. like if some rando found it they still couldn't use it because yeah. they still need to zap yeah. it with static power that's the but... thing it doesn't have to be much all you have to do yeah. is have richie say this works with your powers and i'll go yeah of course it does i know how this works but also if it's a piece of electronics without a battery mm-hmm. the guy who can shoot electricity of course can make it work. yeah I buy that. But yeah, the cat's cradle was another thing that I liked. Mm-hmm. Well, that was just Virgil fucking around. That yeah. wasn't an invention. So it's much. a good it's just, visual. Look though. what I can do. Yeah, but he, he yeah. you know, zapped up some wires. And yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I like that. Yeah. And again, it was a nice design touch. Yeah, I agree. Where you could see the see the thing without needing to see too much animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I assume he got the wires from the wire cutting area. The wire cutting area. <laughs> <laughs> We were at Lowe's once, just doing Lowe's things, and the, the the page was so ominous. They're like, Steve, come to the wire-cutting area, which was clearly code for something yeah, else. Yeah, like Time something bad had wires. happened. Mm-hmm. I no, do someone know that... was shoplifting or something. I don't know. I do know that there are very thick wires that you need to have someone come and cut for you. Yeah, but it's like, go answer the phone. No, the other phones. Uh, yeah, the wire-cutting like wire area. The wire-cutting area. Once again, Lowe's summons Wire Cutter Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, I like the song Rubber Band Man, but saying Rubber Band Man over and over again, you you started writing RBM, and that's mm-hmm. what my notes look like, too, because yep. it's, you know, I get it. But... It's a long name. Yeah. Good song, though. Yeah, very good song. It gets it pops in my head every time yep. he shows up, and he shows up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
It's got a like, dang, 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 dang. I, I kind of like that his character uh, started out kind of like uh, edgy and everything because mm-hmm. like he was all about revenge and everything. Yeah. But, like once you drop that, he's he's kind of a goofball. Yeah. Like that's that's cute. I like that. The, the... I like Rubber Band Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but at first he seemed a little dangerous, mm-hmm. and now it's like, well, I mean, he kind of is, but he's also like, no, he's he doesn't have the chip on his shoulder anymore. He's got a good girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He's uh, you know he's he's lightened up a little. It just, it felt like rather than being inconsistent character, mm-hmm. it felt like a natural progression. And I like yeah, because he's dealt with some of his shit. Yeah, so yeah. Now he went he to jail can... for the stuff he did. And yeah. now he's trying to do some good. Yeah, I like that. Also, I like I like a serious guy with ridiculous powers. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, very good. I also like the he looks a little tired. Mm-hmm. Like, oh I, the, yeah, that's again the character design when he shows up like out of costume at Virgil's house. Yep, he just sort of looks a little worn out. Yeah, he's yep. having a rough time. Yeah. Oh, I just assume using his powers takes a lot out of him. Well, if you bounce to Virgil's place, you're gonna have a massive headache. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, it's all about landing properly. Yeah. I I love when he leaves and he's like slithering like a snake. It's just <laughs> such a weird visual. Yep. It's just like, well, I got to get out of here. No one made you do that. You can walk like a regular guy. <laughs> yep. You can make your legs real long so you uh-huh. can take like long steps. You, but yes, you could also just walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, talk about some bad things. Amanda, what do you got? Um. So honestly, I kind of just liked this episode mostly yeah. um i i didn't love that sharon is immediately jealous the second she hears a girl's yeah. voice uh, in the background it's a very sitcom character mm-hmm. like you did what yeah like it's um rubber band man has like fans who want mm-hmm. his signature or whatever and it's kind of a hassle well he's yeah. the new superhero hotness yeah. so yeah. everybody's his rubber band fans also and- also he's a Grown up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like there's a superhero running around, but everyone knows he's a kid. Yeah. Here's one that's actually appropriate to be a little like have a yeah. little crush on. I love and- I love the cops going like we we still like you, Static. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're great. But, but you're 16 and this guy's a grown ass man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, there's there's a girl in the background who's ba- all she's like is like autograph we mm-hmm. um and it's nothing even salacious and Sharon's like I see you are dating someone else. It's like mm, no. Yep. Like, I think it would kind of make more sense for her to be upset that he, like, misses their date because yeah. he's, like, doing a news article. Or, or, as I said at the time, being in a newspaper. Appearing in a newspaper <laughs> is what you said. Yeah. Which, yeah, that takes a lot of time, I know. Yeah. I gotta go be in the newspaper, you know? Yeah, he's appearing in the newspaper. Like, if he if he let his, like, uh, fame go to his head mm-hmm. or whatever, I could see that. But it's, it's just some girl that he, he was, hears. He was hosting Variety Night Live, yeah. which, you know, like, maybe his monologue and, like, the news segment is good. But yeah. by the end of the show, they're just doing these long go-nowhere mm-hmm. sketches. And it's yeah. like, you could, you could bail at 12.50, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. But. And uh, as you mentioned, Al, actually, um, she believed in him when, like, oh, no yeah. one else did. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that's like, look, he did some bad stuff, but he's not a bad dude. Mm-hmm. And so for her to then believe that... Yeah, the worst of them. Yeah, that he's cheating on her because he hears some girl in the background, it felt like... Yeah. Didn't, it didn't make sense. Sharon, it, you're better than that. It, yeah, it just felt like a like a cheap sitcom-y thing. Hang on. Also, he's been famous before. That's true. Yeah. He was a musician. He was a musician. Like, And then he was a famous musician. Like, the first time he didn't get paid, so yeah. he's like, oh, I get it. I need yeah. to be a pop star. So then he just was. Yeah. That's a good point. 
Maybe that's why he's got so many groupies. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. It yeah. was like, wow, if, this... Uh... If, if like, Justin Timberlake was also a superhero. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, the teen heartthrobs from, like, 2000. That's yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's right. I thought you were trying to think of a teen heartthrob from now. And no, I'm no, like, no. From 2002. I'm like, I don't know, BTS? Uh-huh. Which I... <laughs> I mean, they are... They At least some of them are now in the Korean army. Yeah. So that's sort of a thing where it's like you're running up to a soldier mm-hmm. like a groupie now. <laughs> Um, Maggie, what was your bad thing? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the feedback Static uses to defeat Talon also defeated me, uh, <laughs> the person listening to the uh, oh. episode. It was loud. Um, that combined with the flickering that Virgil uses to bring Chuck E. Cheese to life, this is a rough one for me to watch. Oh, we have not we have not touched on that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into okay. your bad thing first, and then we yeah. should circle back to this. Okay. So Virgil uses like. He holds up a bunch of microphones to like amplify Talon's scream. I thought that was actor. very clever. It is. It's a cool. It like it's smart, and I liked it a lot. Like it makes sense for like an electronic store. Uh, oh, and he prob- pops back up with uh, with with noise canceling headphones, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah. "What's your problem? Why can't you hear me?" Well, guess what? I yeah. love his. Oh, you can't. I can't hear you. You better yell at me with your yell power. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh, so good. Uh, uh, Virgil. Yep. Yep. He's great. He's great. But then, yep. like the the actual noise the cartoon uses is just yep. just murdered me. And I'm not even listening it to it on on headphones. Just it coming out of my speaker is just like, oh god, please stop. And you have this problem with the show, like with with some of their sort of like uh, epilepsy inducing mm-hmm. flashing lights as well, right? Yeah. It's um. So later in the episode, Virgil uses his electric powers to bring a Five Nights at Freddy's machine to life, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and like it's doing that flicker, flicker, flicker thing, and just it gives me such a headache instantly. But that, this show's done that to you before, as well. It has, yeah. Yeah, this show, honestly, it's got a lot of flickering lights. It should probably have, like, an epilepsy warning at the beginning. It's weird, because usually he uses the pink lightning, and that doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me for some reason, but when it's the white lightning, that does it. Huh. Well, I mean, it's probably, like everything, it's probably a spectrum. Like, you might not be full-on epileptic, but you might have, like, you know, tendencies or whatever. That just, like, you don't like it. Yeah, great. Like, I don't have enough problems. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But let's, let's talk about the fact that he brought fucking... So they're they're hanging out in... I this is my head cannon. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out in a cheesy dance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which this was like the test cheesy dance. It hasn't gotten off the ground yet. It'll be huge Early, in the future. It's gonna be Early amazing. Cheesy dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or maybe it's huge now, and then everything that's old is new again. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, and it was like a retro yeah. thing by Terry's time. Yeah. Yep. But what I like is that canonically, we've been to Chuck E. Cheese so many times mm-hmm. in this universe. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, these, these shows just like that. At the time, like Chuck E. Cheese was huge. Now it's yeah, nothing. The, the well, um, also um. The uh, as far as Chuck E. Cheese goes, the Joker has definitely. I don't know that he has. I think he has. He might have. Yeah, but I, think I, don't, he has. I don't know. I love Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not gonna wreck this place. I just like it. Mm-hmm. I want this them to do well. I'm an investor. <laughs> <laughs> His middle name is Entertainment. What do you yep. want? His middle name is fucking Ghost Restaurant on uh, Uber Eats. Yep. They they try. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. They they try to say this is a this is a Buffalo Wings or something. Yeah, but it's, and a, it's, it's, it's like, actually Chuck E. Cheese. It's like you the... Pasquale's Pizza. Yep. Yeah. And give then you the you moldiest look, like... pizza you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the pl- the point of those places is not the pizza. The um. Like, don't bring it to my house. The uh the 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 drum kit in one of the scenes has the words "Ratty Boy Rocket" written on it, which I assume <laughs> is the name of Cheesy Dan's band. Mm-hmm. Or the drummer, at least. Yep. But then, yeah, like Static pulls a real villain move and turns well, I, one of the the well, anim- brings the animatronic yeah. stuff to life, which is so cool. And they're huge. Yes. Like yeah. they tower over, uh, like mm-hmm. Shiv, as mm-hmm. well. They should. <laughs> well, yes. 
But yeah, he makes them fight for him, which is something we've seen a bunch of bad guys mm-hmm. do. Oh, yeah. But it was weird seeing a good guy do it. Well, because it's borderline uh, uh, necromancy. Yeah. Yep. Like, they're they're not alive in the first place, but they're, they still look dead. Live, my pretties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do my bidding. I genuinely enjoyed that as a set. Like, like that was on the level of, like, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Like, not in terms of art or animation, but in terms of inspired third mm-hmm. act set pieces in an interesting place. Yep. Between sending him to hell mm-hmm. and then doing that, it was like, okay, you guys are you guys are doing okay with this. Yep, it's not just another fight in the mall. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, my bad thing. So yeah. when when the cops think that it was a uh, rubber band man who uh, uh, did the uh, let the guys out, uh, they come to his hotel room and they use a fucking battering ram to break down his hotel room door. Mm-hmm. It's a hotel room. Mm-hmm. If you go to the front desk and say we have a warrant, they'll just give you the key. You don't yeah. have to break the door down. Well, the Dakota PD just got their battering ram, and they want an excuse to use it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just come on, guys, mm-hmm. or or at least knock. They couldn't get the uh, they couldn't get the battering ram tank up the stairs. No, no, mm. he might have a backpack. Oh, yep. Well, that's true. I mean, he could be a backpack. Oh, he could be a backpack. Uh huh. My car could be blue. I forgot about this. I love Virgil being confused when Rubber Band Man is a thing in his house. It I was in the about last to episode two. I was about to bring that up. Virgil has not yet caught on to the trick of there's a new piece of human-sized purple furniture in my house. Yep. Huh. Oh well, this purple coat rack the size of a man wasn't here before. <laughs> I love him coming and just like. I don't remember Dad ever buying a purple coat rack with purple coats on it and an eyeball <laughs> sticking out of one of them. Uh huh. But oh, this, well. you're, you're right. It literally happened last time where yeah. it was like a it was a trash can or something. He in turned his, into in his a living trash room. can, a couch, and a vacuum cleaner, and Virgil's just walking around like, "Well, that's weird." Why is Sharon pushing this vacuum cleaner around? I I love that. That's his thing. Like. Yeah, it turns into smart... purple furniture at the at the Hawkins home. No, that, that Virgil just never gets it. He never learns from this. He's a smart kid, but that's his blind spot, I guess. Yeah, yep. Maybe his mom used to buy a lot of purple furniture, and then that stopped, but he's just used to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe, like, he's, um. well, I mean, they were involved with gangs for a while. Maybe he's in the Saints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those guys, uh, those they guys love purple. purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Shit, and they go to hell, too, actually. Yeah, they do, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a great game. Yeah, it really is. The tiger escort mission is the best thing that's ever happened in a game. I laughed so hard I thought I would die. I also love to drive better. You're upsetting the tiger. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I want to get my PlayStation working again so we can play that. Yeah. Uh, What else? Anything? Uh, let's see. I don't think so. I thought the goggles, we've we've been disappointed so far that the goggles, which are usually up on his, uh, like at the top of his mm-hmm. head, when he wears them, they look kind of dorky. This time I thought they looked a little better. Yeah, they did something with them where they don't look, at, they don't look as bad. They're but... not as good as we expected them to mm-hmm. be still, but they've definitely improved. <clears throat> um, oh, I wanted to point out that uh, Rubber Band Man uses his feet to answer the phone. Yep, I love that. Like, Fucking weird. I definitely think he and Sharon get up to some weird shit. Uh-huh. But yeah. also, that's again Rubber Band Man using his powers just to do weird shit. Just to, yeah, to, like <laughs> Rubber Band Man, you have hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're full. He was yeah, he was signing, signing autographs. autographs. Regular yeah. human hands. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. I pick shit up with my feet all the time. Yeah, I mean, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> you get that scrap of paper. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
This doesn't bother me in the least, but there are definitely some listeners out there who are unsettled by this. Long toes, guys. toes. Just long, dexterous toes. Just toes. I can write with my toes. Use them to mm-hmm. grist. Probably write better with your toes than yeah. you do with your hands. Yeah, honestly, probably. Yeah. I probably could. Yeah. Oh, and I also liked at the end, this is this feeds into my rubber band man's kind of a goofball thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, we make a pretty good team, don't we? High five. And then he does the too slow thing because he stretches his hand yep. way up. And the, that was such very a funny. dumb joke, well, such a kid thing, but well, I really liked it. And I love, like, Virgil's like, that's not funny, man. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> Virgil, you would have done it yourself if you'd thought of it. Yep. That, I like, love I, Virgil. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like Rubber Bandman as a character, but that was the most endearing thing I've ever seen him do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like I say, you, you take away the, the, you know, the grudge. Mm-hmm. And he's he's just kind of a fun guy. Like yeah. you got to see what Sharon sees in him. You yeah, know? yeah. Also, he's a musician, so there's that. that, that. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. Uh, there's yes. a shot of uh, Virgil and Richie hanging out in front of a convenience store, mm-hmm. and one of the posters advertising uh, at the convenience store just says mayo, <laughs> which Fucking... might be the most disgusting thing. <laughs> well, that's a... <laughs> basically they find it's more cost effective. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Fucking goddamn. The poster in, and you guys have talked about this before, mm-hmm. I'm sure. The poster in Virgil's the bedroom locker. one, the the bedroom one of Mars, I actually like. Yeah, it's but like a picture of Mars. Then the poster in his locker that's just for the concept of water. Yeah, H two O. That's all it says. H two O. That's still at least like a sciency thing. This no, is just a isn't. sign that says Mayo. That's funnier than a sign that says No. Wow. Yeah. Turkey prison. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was looking through uh, some clip art on a clip art site that I use, and mm. they had a bunch of free stuff, and one of them was a thing that just says turkey prison. <laughs> I, there was no context offered. Nope. There were no pictures of turkeys, no per- pictures of prison. Amanda thought it was the greatest thing, so we printed it out on fancy cardstock, and she's got it up on her wall now. I think she framed it even. I did. It makes me laugh. Turkey prison. Turkey prison. Any, uh, any context for that, Griffin? Of course not. Absolutely yeah. not. All right, Maggie, you got a quote? I do have a quote, and it is this quote. Please, Adam's no criminal. He's just turning into a self-centered jerk. You know what that's like, don't you, Virgil? Yep, but I don't hold that against you. That's a good quote. Mm-hmm. That's just Virgil being funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. He's a funny yeah. kid. Yeah. I enjoy him very much. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. And I've said this many times before, and I will say it again. I have, like, I've always respected Phil Lamar. He's one of those guys mm-hmm. that just pops up in a thousand things, and he's always good. But uh, I really have some next level respect for him as this character because there's, it's not a lot of funny voice, yeah, which is what he's good at. It's a lot of acting, yeah. But acting while he pitches his voice up to sound like a kid, he's still got to sell all these emotions mm-hmm. and like. He's doing such a good job. Yeah, there's he's, a he's moment. Great. There's a moment in the the previous episode where he's fighting a giant spider, mm-hmm. and just sort of his like exhaustion mm-hmm. with fighting a giant spider while right. he's grounded is so good. Yep. I'm having. Oh, such we didn't a even day. talk about the giant spider. Yeah. Yeah. There's a giant spider, mm-hmm. and I was very disappointed in oh, because the bang baby juice. Yeah. Uh, infected like some bugs at this at the school, yeah. which then mutated, mm-hmm. and like you were like, oh, cool, this will be my friend. I'm yeah. Like, I could respect that. I know you're into spiders, but that's very that's drawn very poorly. It, the giant spider did not look scary, and then they put music behind the giant spider that was like upbeat, happy music. Yeah, it's his so theme song. It, it shows music's all over the fucking place. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just seemed like they were going to be friends. Like we... it, it genuinely didn't seem threatening. Yeah. And then when the giant spider was going one way, all these people were running the other way and screaming about the Packers. It was very confusing. <laughs> 
All right. Amanda, would you like to plug anything? Oh, God, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all you're reading is George at Hare right now, so mm-hmm. like you may not have any active projects on that. Yeah, on like you should probably... I have a Georgette Hare novel for every mm-hmm. every occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know which Georgette Hare novel each of my friends will like and have recommended uh-huh. it to them. Uh, and so if you... So that's what you're plugging? <laughs> so I'm, uh... if you... This author that's been dead for a hundred years. Yeah. So if you guys would like to know mm-hmm. what uh, Georgette Hayer novel uh, is best for you, I'm, and you I'm follow really looking me, forward to your uh, Death of Georgette Hayer podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids love. Uh-huh. Kids, kids, lo- kids do not love Georgette. Wait, no. Certainly Wait, no. do not love the post atomic Hayer. Yeah. There, there, there you go. Is, there it is. Yeah. There All it right. Is. Come on. Um, so I don't know. If you want to see my photography, you can go to giantblackalbatross.com. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I doing right now? Is that like literally, am I just doing photography? Um, I've got, I play the harp. Mm-hmm. You could look at that if you wanted yep. to. Don't um, come to our house though. Don't Please. come to our house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's videos on YouTube. I will not tell you how to find them. Exactly. Right. Honestly, I was just thinking that. I was like, I could give you my YouTube link, but yeah. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you don't have anything to plug. All right. Our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail uh i mentioned earlier we are reviewing uh bratman the brave and the bold for our patreon we are very much enjoying that and mm-hmm. uh if you want to kick in as little as uh one dollar a month you can you can do more if you want but uh, we you don't should. have yeah. we don't have like a tier system of uh benefits you yeah, just get you just you get, get everything stuff. no matter what and if uh, you can new afford episode more drops you should the day this episode drops if i'm looking yeah. at the time right yeah the 15th every month yeah so you get two uh, episodes tomorrow or yeah, today exactly. whatever yeah, um, I can see so, myself. Yeah, uh, that is patreon.com slash Algar. Uh, we appreciate the support. Uh, and, oh, I am on Twitter at Algar. I'm at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. None yeah. of your damn business. <laughs> we, we didn't even ask. See a damn business. <laughs> Twala, bang babies. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.